resurrection morning when all the dead in Christ shall rise. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Eternal soul in weakness, raised in power, ready to live in paradise. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. I'll have a new home. Glory, glory. With the redeemed of God understand. No more pain, there'll be no more strife. Yes, raising the likeness of my sightness. Ready to live and I'll be glad. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Eternal free from every imperfection, youthful and happy I shall be. Lost in victory. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Oh, yes. I'll have a new home. Glory, glory. With the redeemed, never sad. No more pain, there'll be no more strife. Yes, raising the likeness of his likeness. Ready to live. I'll be glad. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Trump of God shall sound. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Eternal grace. All bursting saints are shouting heavenly beauty all around. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Oh, yes. I'll have a new home. Glory, glory. With the reading of God to stand. No more pain, there'll be no more strife. Yes, raising the likeness of this likeness. Ready to live, I'll be glad. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be. Welcome to the Passion for Christ show. So glad to have you, friend. I'm your host, Bruce Kessler. Well, I just want to let you know that I'm part of the greatest movement ever, a follower of Jesus Christ, because you see in him I find peace, joy, happiness. I am blessed beyond measure, more than I ever deserve. My goal here, friend, is to encourage you along the way to help you find your passion in life in Jesus Christ. Upcoming in our study segment, we'll be talking about the benefits of God's Word. The benefits of God's Word. But first, a few things along the way. And the first is Headline News. Well, get this, folks. Get this. Nearly two-thirds of Americans say that they agree with President Trump's temporary suspension on new immigrant visas which the White House says was necessary to ensure that U.S. workers are protected as they search for jobs during the economic recovery from the pandemic. A total of 65% of U.S. adults said they support temporary blocking or all immigration in the United States during the coronavirus outbreak. 34% oppose the idea. 
Well, get that, folks. Get that. That's pretty amazing stat. And um, 65% of Americans support Trump's temporary pause on immigration. Amazing news there. Well, get this. A member of Prime Minister Boris Johnson's cabinet signaled last week the government may move to ban transgender treatments for minors out of a desire to prevent irreversible damage. Liz Truss, who is a Minister of Women and Equalities as well as Minister of State for Trade Policy, made the comments to a parliamentary committee Wednesday. I believe strongly that adults should have the freedom to lead their lives as they see fit, but I think it's very important that while people are still developing their decision-making capabilities, that we protect them from making those irreversible decisions. The new government's rules would apply to those under 18. James Kirkup, a writer of the British magazine, the spectator noted puberty blocking medications taken by children might reduce fertility in adulthood. He also repeated a truism among the supporters of trust. A transgender child is like a vegetarian cat. You know who's really making the decisions. In other words, parents often are the ones pushing children to transition, which is absolutely, categorically the truth. And it's it's shameful what's being done anyway, but good for them. Britain may ban transgender treatments for children to guard them from irreversible harm. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 indeed. Well, well, get this, get this. More than 130,000 individuals around the world made the decision to come to Jesus Christ from a Good Friday virtual evangelist event that was hosted by Pulse and featured well-known Christian leaders and singers. A virtual revival was hosted. Tens of thousands of people that have reached out to Pulse to share their decision to follow Jesus through phone call centers, emails, websites, and text messages. Founder Nick Hall said in the Saturday tweet that a total of 132,000 people responded to Jesus due to the Good Friday broadcast, and more than 100 million people tuned in, folks. See, folks, we can use this technology for good. Get that. Quarantine revival. 132,000 respond to Jesus during virtual evangelistic event. We got opportunities. Opportunities not, folks. And we need to pray to God to see how we can use it better and better for his service. Amen. Amen. Quarantine revival. 132,000 respond to Jesus during virtual evangelistic event. Woo. And that's our headline news for this broadcast. And now this day in church history. On this day in church history in 1550, John... Joan Boucher is burned to death in England for denying that the Virgin Mary was sinless. 
when a bishop preached at her execution trying to convert her, she told him he lied like a rogue and bade him to go and read the scriptures. Mm -mm -mm. In 1852, death in England of Samuel Lay, who had been the first Methodist missionary to Australia and also had served in New Zealand. That's right, folks. 2008. On this day in church history, a Muslim mob attacks a largely Christian village of Farao, Indonesia, killing four Christians, wounding 56, burning down three churches, a village school, and 120 homes. Mm, 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 folks, being a Christian, so much suffering, and yet, in the end, we receive the crown of righteousness. Amen, folks. And that's this day in church history. And now we have a little bit of fun. Name that Bible character. Here is your clue. Jacob's wife, Rachel, died giving birth to me. Who am I? Here's the clue one more time. Jacob's wife, Rachel, died giving birth to me. Who am I? We'll reveal the final answer to that tantalizing and amazing clue in, uh, at following the study segment. So stay tuned for that exciting reveal. And our final segment of Name That Bible Character. So now get you a cup of coffee and, and whatever drink that you like and pull alongside me as we study the benefits of God's amazing word. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 16 through 17. So let's read these scriptures together. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Amen, amen, and glory, hallelujah. So I was thinking about just how wonderful and marvelous and how awesome God's Word is in our lives. And Paul here says that all Scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable. Amen? Profitable. Underline that word profitable. What does that mean? Well, it means it's valuable. It means it's beneficial. So we want to understand just how beneficial the Word of God is. David recognized just how powerful the word is when he says, Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Psalms 119 verse 11. And then in Hebrews 4 verse 12, it tells us the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of the soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That's just how amazing God's Word is. And Paul is reminding this young Timothy 
that, hey, it's valuable, it's beneficial, and here's how. He says that it's profitable, it's beneficial for doctrine. What is doctrine? Simply the teachings of Jesus Christ, and later on, the teaching of the apostles. It's how God wants you to live. That is what His Word gives us. A way in which to know what His will is for our life. It's how God wants you to live. You must turn to God's Word to understand what His will is for your life. So Paul here very simply and plainly says that it's beneficial, it's profitable for doctrine, for teaching. This is how God wants you to live. Then he says it's beneficial for reproof. Well, what is reproof? Well, that simply means here's where you messed up. Here's where your problem is. You ever heard a sermon or a lesson somebody has given and you just felt deep down convicted? Well, that's reproof. So, Paul here says, look, the Word of God, the inspiration of God, God's powerful words are designed to show you how God wants you to live, doctrine. And then number two, here is where you messed up. Let me through the Word of God, convict you of your sin, our problem, our issue that you're facing, our trouble that you're enduring. That's reproof. And then he says it's profitable, beneficial, for doctrine, reproof, for correction. And what is correction? Well, correction is simply, here's how to fix it. You've messed up. I got you feeling guilty. I got you feeling convicted of your sin or of your problem, of the fact that you've got an issue. But now, how do you fix it? And I think this is where a lot of the preaching really fails, showing you and I how to fix a problem. Paul says that's correction. So Paul says, okay, God's Word, all Scripture, is so powerful and so wonderful and so marvelous and so valuable that it's for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. So what, what does that mean? Well, you remember doctrine is, here's how God wants you to live. Reproof is... Here's where you messed up. Correction is how to fix it. And training or instruction in righteousness is how to keep things right. How to keep on living on in the Lord. How to keep on living your life that will please God. That's what he means when he says for instruction in righteousness. And what is the result of all of this? Paul tells the young Timothy that result of all this is that you will be complete. You have everything at your disposal to what you need to deal with anything and any problem and any issue of life. 
The payoff is eternal. The payoff is the power. The payoff is gaining strength. The payoff is growing in the Lord. The payoff is learning how to overcome problems and how to stay right with God every day. So Paul here says, very simply, that all Scripture is valuable. That is simply, these Scriptures of the inspiration of God can be applicable in whatever culture and time in which you live. It is useful and beneficial for every need that will ever come your way. That's how special and that's how wonderful God is and His Word. David says in Psalms 119 verse 18, Open my eyes that I may see wondrous things from your law. Amen, folks. I pray, friend, that you will experience the power and awe and greatness of God's Word in your life. And now we have the final conclusion to name that Bible character segment. Here was your clue. Jacob's wife, Rachel, died giving birth to me. Who am I? The answer is Benjamin. That's right. Genesis 35, starting in verse 16, and they journeyed from Bethel. There was but a little way to come to Ephrath. And Rachel travailed, and she had hard labor, and it came to pass, when she was in hard labor, that the midwife said to her, Fear not, thou shalt have this son also. And it came to pass, as her soul was in departing, for she died, and she called his name Benoni, but his father called him Benjamin. Jacob's wife Rachel died, giving birth to me. Who am I? Benjamin. And name that Bible character. Well, folks, you too can become a follower of the greatest movement ever, a follower of Jesus Christ. Because you see in him forgiveness, joy, peace, happiness, blessings beyond measure. If you will just come to him, giving your life over to him, repentance and baptism. My goal here has been very simple. That is to encourage you along the way to help you find your passion in life in Jesus Christ. Visit our website, normanchurch.com, normanchurch.com, normanchurch.com. Well, friend, I just want to tell you this. Thank you so much for listening. And may God bless you. Praise God, praise God, give thanks to the Father in all, in all that you say and do, well, amen, amen, sing glory, hallelujah, Christ the Lord has died for you, praise God, praise God, give thanks to the Father in all, in all that you say and do, well, amen, amen, sing glory, hallelujah, Christ the Lord has risen for you, Praise God, give thanks to the Father in all, in all that you say and do. Well, amen, amen, sing glory, hallelujah, Christ the Lord is living for you. Praise God, give thanks to the Father in all, in all that you say and do. Well, amen, amen, sing glory, hallelujah, Christ the Lord is coming for you. 
Christ the Lord is coming for you. Christ the Lord is coming for you.